Hey, once more, welcome and greetings from Elfie's World, the place where we try to bring you a little fun, pique your interest, and, you know, maybe, maybe even give you an opportunity to learn a thing or two about history. Wow, I am so glad you decided to join us. Now, today, we are presenting another program from our collection of stories entitled Elfie's Amazing But True Tales. Now, these are true stories which have, well, either been excluded from the pantheon of history or uh, maybe not given quite the attention that they deserve for, eh, for whatever reason. My name, well, it's Elfie Wolfram, and I hope you enjoy our presentation. This is episode number 59, and it is entitled, True Revolutionary War Hero. So, kick back, relax, and enjoy. If one were to think of a, a rough, tough fighter of the American Revolutionary War standing up to defend their home from the British... Well, one might think of Ethan Allen and the Green Mountain Boys, who captured Fort Ticonderoga. Or, or perhaps Nathan Hale, who bravely faced being hanged as a spy by the British at the tender age of 21. <laughs> but there was a woman who was just as tough and just as courageous. Her name was Nancy Hart. Now, now, this gets just a little bit confusing, so you'll have to listen closely. She was born around 1735 with the name Anne Morgan. She then married Benjamin Hart and became Anne Hart. But Benjamin gave her the nickname of Nancy, which stuck whereupon Anne Morgan became Nancy Hart. And so, we'll call her Nancy Hart. Got it? Good. All right. Now, th there's no accurate record of where Nancy was born. We know that she grew up in the colony of North Carolina. Legend has it that she was related to both Daniel Boone and Daniel Morgan, both frontier heroes. Uh, though there's no real evidence to substantiate this legend. Now, Nancy was a very large woman, even as a child. She eventually grew to a whopping six feet tall. Now, this was a time when the average man only stood at about five foot eight. Sporting long red hair, she was also as strong as many of the men of her day. She was so renowned for her fearlessness, the local Cherokee natives named her Wahatech, or War Woman. From an early age, she was a crack shot with a rifle, despite being cross-eyed. In addition to being a skilled hunter, she was renowned for her knowledge for the use of herbs for healing. 
In other words, she was a frontier woman through and through, one who you would most definitely have wanted for a friend. Now, it wasn't until Nancy was 36 years old that she met and married Benjamin Hart. They soon decided to settle down and build a life in Wilkes County, Georgia, a rural area oh, about a hundred miles west of present-day Atlanta. Over time, they would have six sons and two daughters. Now, even before hostilities broke out with England, Nancy had no great love for the British. When fighting did commence, her husband, Benjamin, was one of the first to volunteer. Because enlistments were short during this period of time, he would often go off and fight for the cause for a few months and then return home, only to return to the battle when he was needed. He was known to have fought at the Battle of Kettle Creek on February 14, 1779. Now, during his absence, Nancy tended to all the farm chores. It was during this time that she came upon an idea for spying on the British soldiers. She would dress up like a man and then pretend to be simple-minded, walking directly into the camps of the British soldiers to obtain valuable information which she would then pass on to the Patriots. Ah, but did Nancy Hart ever have any direct conflicts with the British during this time? Uh, well... <laughs> okay, okay, you probably guessed that she did indeed most definitely have more than one direct conflict with the British. And as you can imagine, Nancy Hart would soon prove she was not a woman to be trifled with. And as for her, quote, direct conflicts, well, that only begins to describe the altercations that she had with the British. Now, during this time, British loyalists, known as Tories, often appeared at the Hart home. Now, they were fully aware of Nancy's very strong patriotic feelings and wanted to keep an eye on her. Well, one day, Nancy was busy making soap. One of the steps in making homemade lye soap is to pour lye directly into water. Well, whenever this is done, a chemical reaction occurs, which raises the temperature of the mixture to almost boiling. Just as soon as Nancy was completing this pro process, her daughter, Suki, noticed a well-known local Tory spying on her through a hole in the wall and quietly informed her mother. <laughs> Without saying a word, Nancy nonchalantly 
picked up a ladle of the steaming lye water, strolled over to that wall, and suddenly hurled it into that peephole. <laughs> well, the, the Tory, scalded by the boiling lye water, was so stunned that Nancy and Suki were able to sub subdue him. Whereupon, the two of them proceeded to tie him up and turn him over to the local patriots. However, the incident which immortalized Nancy Hart in the annals of the American Revolutionary War history books included a turkey and six British soldiers. Now, it seems that Nancy had a very special turkey that she was fattening up for Christmas dinner. Well, one day, six British soldiers decided that they were hungry and should be fed. They proceeded to kill Nancy's prized turkey and then, oh, to add insult to injury, demanded that she roast it for them. Little did they know they were messing with the wrong patriot woman. Pretending to go along with them, Nancy devised a plan. While she proceeded to roast that turkey, she suggested the ideal drink to complement their feast was some homemade corn liquor. While those soldiers were concentrating on that turkey and, and all that good corn liquor, Nancy quietly gave her daughter a conch shell. She told Suki to go down the road away from the house and blow that horn as loud as she could. Now, this was a well-known signal to the local patriots that British soldiers were present. In the meantime, those soldiers were merrily munching away on that turkey and swilling down that corn liquor like there was no tomorrow. Before long, they were so drunk they could hardly walk. While they were off in their inebriated haze, Nancy proceeded to collect all their guns. When Suki returned, Nancy began to pass the guns to her daughter through a hole in the wall. Suddenly, one of those soldiers realized what was happening and started towards Nancy. Well, she held up one of the guns and warned him to halt, but he began to rush her. Without even blinking an eye, she fired, killing that soldier on the spot. Another red coat started towards her. Nancy grabbed the next gun and fired, wounding him. Well, before any of the other soldiers could react, Nancy grabbed a third gun and ordered them to halt where they stood. Well, realizing what a deadly shot she was, they wisely obeyed her command and surrendered to that most determined woman. Well, before long, Benjamin came home. He found one dead British soldier and his wife calmly holding five surviving redcoats captive 
at gunpoint, having no great love for British soldiers and fearing what might happen if this incident was reported, Benjamin and the local patriots proceeded to take those five surviving troops outside and hang them from the nearest tree. Now, over time, this story of Nancy Hart and, and the six British soldiers was told and retold and retold again. Eventually, however, historians began to question if it was even true. Then, in 1912, six bodies were discovered buried near the Hart home. Well, after much examination, it was concluded that these were the bodies of those six British soldiers. Thus, the legend of Nancy Hart was validated. After the war, the Harts moved south to a little village on the Atlantic Ocean near Brunswick, Georgia. Sadly, after a few years, Benjamin Hart died. Nancy decided to return to her home in Wilkes County, which had been on the banks of the Broad River. Unfortunately, she found her home had been washed away by a flood. Well, wanting to be near her family, she moved to Henderson County, Kentucky in 1803 and settled near her son. She lived there quietly until her death in 1830 at roughly the ripe old age of 95. Now, the daughters of the American Revolution paid Nancy homage in the 1930s when they erected a replica of her cabin using the original stones. A Georgia county, a city, a lake, and a highway are all named for the state's most famous female Revolutionary War hero. Yes, Nancy Hart will always be remembered as that woman with a red hair and a temperament to match. She was a giant of a woman, both in stature and in character. Her story is one which will be told and retold for a long time, as a legend that is amazing and <clears throat> ferociously true. Well, there you have it. Episode number 59, entitled True Revolutionary War Hero. Now, it's part of our weekly series entitled Elfie's Amazing But True Tales. Now, each week, you know, we really feel privileged to present for your enjoyment and edification a brand new audio story from our collection of amazing but true accounts from history. Now, some of these narratives come from our book entitled Elfie's Amazing But True Tales of American History and More. Did you know that as a listener to this program, you are entitled to purchase autographed copies of our original book, Elfie's Amazing But True Tales of American History and More, at half 
the publisher's price of $13.95 or a mere $7 per book. And that includes free shipping and handling anywhere within the United States. What a deal. Now, for more information, merely go to elfiesworld.com. That's A-L-F-Y-S. W-O-R-L-D, elfiesworld.com, and click on Elfie the Writer for more information. And now, I would like to thank the following for helping to make this program possible. First, Garrett Wolfram, our technical producer and supervisor. The late Irene Wolfram, principal editor and provider of Sage Council expert publishing for their help in editing and publishing our book. Lucas Ganza Anna Waltz for the Parlor Guitar Magic Set. Joe Payne for the Trumpet Fanfare. Herbert Bolin for his Piano Mood Happy Four. And finally, the thousands of readers who have supported our efforts from the beginning. 